0: Welcome to Student Success Stories, a podcast spotlighting academic success at Baylor. I'm your host, Carol Croson. Today, we visit with Hannah Hobby, a Communication Sciences and Disorders major, as she shares her tips and techniques for academic success. Hi, Hannah. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Hi, Carol. Thank you so much for having me and asking me to be on the podcast today.
0: Well, you are welcome. Can you start out just introducing yourself to us to maybe share a little bit about where you're from and what brought you to Baylor?
1: Of course. So, my name is Hannah Hobby, and I came to Baylor in the fall of 2015 as a freshman. And both my parents went to Baylor, and I was actually born in Waco. My dad was the Baylor golf coach, so I'm a Baylor um, bear through and through. So I came to Baylor knowing my whole life that I always wanted to go to Baylor, so it's been an amazing, amazing journey.
0: That's great. Sounds like you definitely bleed green and gold, Hannah. Yes, ma'am, I do.
1: <laughs> so it's been a wonderful experience.
0: Good. Well, what are you studying here?
1: So I am studying communication sciences and disorders with the concentration in speech-language pathology. So my goal is to go to graduate school. I'm graduating in three and a half years, so this December, and hopefully, God willing, I will be in graduate school in January for my Master's of Science in Speech-Language Pathology.
0: Wow, that sounds incredible. Yes. What led you to choose that as your path?
1: So one of my mentors in high school was a speech-language pathologist, and I was a little unsure of what, did I, what I wanted to do with my life, but I knew I wanted to help people and I knew I wanted to work in the health science field and I shadowed her and I knew that that was exactly what I wanted to do and I, Baylor has a fantastic program and I started as freshman and I haven't looked back. So
0: That's great. Yeah. It's amazing how much doing some shadowing can really help you get a good idea of something is a good fit or not. I'm glad you had that opportunity. Yes.
1: So I had that in high school when I was a senior and I have continued to shadow um, a few different speech language pathologists in different sectors and I've kind of gotten a feel of the age population that I like and the medical sector that I really enjoy and it's been the biggest blessing um, through Baylor and also out of Baylor to
0: get shadowing experience. Great. Yes, there's so many options in that field, so that's exciting. Yes, ma'am. Well, Hannah, tell us a little bit about study strategies that you found to be effective as you've been a student at Baylor.
1: Yes, so my, my best tip I can give to all you future Baylor students is to make sure you study two weeks before an exam or a week or two before because... Procrastination is not um, not the best thing to do. So, what I find most most um, beneficial to myself is I usually start studying um, a week or two before exam time, and I write out a study schedule in my planner, and I try to stick to that schedule as much as I can. And sleep is so so important. So, I've never pulled an all nighter at Baylor, and um, there comes a point I really believe when sleep is more beneficial than studying. So, yes. <laughs> Good.
0: It's important to be well rested for that yes, the next day. And
1: try to study a little every day. That's what I try to tell myself. Try to study one or two hours every day rather than pull an all-nighter the night before an exam. So,
0: Great. Give your brain plenty of time to soak up that information.
1: Yes, absolutely. Do you have a particular
0: study routine that you follow day to day?
1: Yes, yeah, so my schedule at Baylor is a little crazy. Um, I work at the Baylor Speech and Hearing Clinic on campus, and in order to graduate early, I've taken 15 to 18 hours every se- 18 hours every semester, so my schedule's pretty full, so my routine is very, very constant during the week. So after my day ends, usually around 4 or 5 from work, um, I'll go home and try to work out, and then I'll have to make myself a quick dinner. And then I really try to study from about seven to nine o'clock or seven to 10 o'clock, depending on how much I have going on. And um, I've learned that I have a hard time studying at my apartment and I can get easily distracted. So it's best to get out of the house and either go to the library or
0: Starbucks. Great. Yes, That's good. And that's really important to know what study environment is going to work the best.
1: Absolutely, yes. And it's, I've heard psychologically it's not um, healthy to study in your bed because I know a lot of college students study in their bed and they have all their papers and their materials in their bed, but the bed is for sleep and your desk or Starbucks is for studying. So yes. that's what I like to tell myself. So The
0: pillow can get very tempting. Yes,
1: very tempting. tempting. And if I get into bed at 8 o'clock, I will probably go to sleep. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Need to do. Well, is there – anything you do in the morning to kind of help prepare you for your day?
1: Yes. So I'm a big routine person. Any of my friends could tell you I am a scheduled person, very, very type A. So um, when I get up in the morning, my day starts. So I had 8 a.m.s this past semester every single day. So I'd get up at 6 a.m. and I quickly became a morning person. I'm usually not, but I had to adjust my life and um change my evening habits to reflect my morning habits but so I'd wake up at 6 a.m and I'd have my coffee and make my breakfast and I eat the same thing for breakfast every day And I think that's really helpful, too, with your schedule just to have a set meal every morning. And um, even if I didn't have work that day, I would shower and dress nice for class because I feel like if you're in pajamas or if you're in a baseball cap or yoga pants, you're not alert. You're a little sluggish. Um, If you talk in class, your professors notice you a little bit more if you're presentable. So I try to I really try to dress up for class every day. So
0: great. Definitely. Dress for success, it sounds like. Yes, ma'am. Good. Well, you mentioned the library and Starbucks. Are there any other on-campus or off-campus study locations that you enjoy?
1: Yes. So my freshman year, I lived on campus. I lived in Collins Hall, Ruth Collins Hall, good old Collins. (laughs) So I'd go to Barfield Drawing Room all the time and study. And the piano was so nice, and I would sit on the couch, and it was a great spot for studying on campus.
0: Good. Are there any other off-campus places that you enjoy?
1: So I'm a big Panera Bread person. I just love, <laughs> love the food, love the coffee. So uh-huh. I go to Panera Bread all the time and then I go to Starbucks too. So okay. it's usually a toss up between those two. I like, I like the kind of white noise of, of the study
0: environment. So. Good. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good to have some different options. Yes, ma'am.: Well, sometimes one of the greatest teachers can be a mistake we've made, that we've learned from, or a challenge that we've overcome. And do you have any experiences like that you could share with us?
1: Definitely. So um, a challenge that my biggest challenge I've overcome since coming to college is to not overload myself because I tend to take on a lot and want to be involved in a lot of different things so you quickly overload yourself, and you take on way too much, and you can't manage your school, you can't manage your mental health, you can't manage your exercising, and life just becomes so stressful. So over the past three years at Baylor, um, I've constantly had to remind myself it's better to do two to three activities well than do 10 to 15 activities poorly but I'm still learning on this one Carol so we'll see how it goes.
0: (laughs) It takes a while to kind of find the right the right amount of involvement doesn't it?
1: It does it takes a while I'm still learning and I know um when I go to graduate school I'm still going to be learning in graduate school (laughs) so it's a pro life process for sure.
0: Yes every chapter has its own learning curve. Yes ma'am. What are some of the organizations that you've gotten involved in?
1: So through my major, I'm very involved in um, NISLA, and we every, um, every university across the country has a chapter. So our Baylor NISLA stands for the National Student Speech Language and Hearing Association. So I got involved as a freshman, which if you're a speech pathology major, I highly encourage because it's the best way to get involved. It's the best way to meet professors. Um, but this past year, I was service chair. Um, Of Baylor Nisla. So I organized all of our Waco community service events and we partnered a lot with Caritas, Mission Waco, the Women's Shelter. Um, It was just a great, great year and we raised lots of books, we raised lots of um, donations for certain things and that's what I was really involved in this past year. Um, But I'm also in Greek life and I'm a Chi Omega, which has been so much fun and it's been a great way to meet. Other girls on campus and get involved through um, Baylor that way too. Great.
0: Well, with all your involvement and all your schoolwork, do you have any special time management tools that you find to be really helpful to keep your schedule in order?
1: Yes. So I'm a big, I'm not a big technology person because I personally, I think I'm on technology a little too much anyway, always on my phone. So <laughs> I try to keep my um, hardcover planner with me at all times. So that's pretty much my lifeline. I write out my daily schedule for the day and I carry it with me everywhere. And um, I also use the timers app on the iPhone. So if I have a hectic day, if I'm going from let's say six in the morning till nine o'clock at night with meetings and extracurriculars and I need to give myself a time limit for certain things, Um, I started running timer. So for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, if I need to take a nap or a lunch break, or, and then when the sound of the timer ends, my brain kicks in and knows it's on to the next thing. So that's been the most helpful tool, in my opinion.
0: Great. Is there a particular planner that you really like?
1: Yes. So I love Rifle Paper Company for um, the girls. I don't think it's a boy. It's not a boy planner, but for women, it's a great planner. So I have used Rifle Paper Company planners um, throughout my time at Baylor. And awesome. it's great because it does um, monthly at the beginning and then it goes week by week. So it has enough room for each day to write everything down.
0: Great. So you can kind of do the short-term and the long-term goals. Definitely. Yes. Super. Well, you mentioned earlier that you like to go to Starbucks to study and of Course Panera too. Do you have a favorite coffee order that you like to get when you're studying?
1: Oh my goodness. So I was a barista last summer, um, at a coffee shop in San Antonio. So I love coffee. I could talk about coffee all day, but I love plain black coffee with almond milk. That's my signature. And then if I'm feeling, um, like I need a little more sugar boost, I'll get a skinny caramel macchiato from Starbucks. But yes, love espresso too. Um, love it all.
0: So oh, fun! I guess that was exciting to learn all about all the different coffee drinks.
1: It was, but I will say four shots of espresso a day is not the most healthy. So I quickly learned that for a college student, you should really only have two cups of coffee a day and no more, <laughs> or else <laughs> you'll end up
0: crashing at 6 p.m. So. Oh, my goodness. Good words of wisdom there. Yes. Well, thinking about words of wisdom... Do you have any advice that you would give to your first semester self looking back?
1: Oh, so much advice, Carol. It could take up the whole podcast. Um, (laughs) But so my biggest piece of advice would be to not stress about the little things because I came to Baylor and I was so nervous and I wanted everyone to like me and I wanted to do every single club and be the best, you know, speech pathology major I could be. And those are great intentions, but um, it's so easy to compare yourself to what everyone else is doing and being and if you're measuring up or if you're enough, but I wish I would have given myself a little more grace in those first six to eight months here at Baylor and not been so hard on myself to try to do it all and be it all because at the end of the day, um, you just have to give yourself a little breathing room and let yourself figure it out. So
0: That's good wisdom, good advice there. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, of course. Well, as you've been at Baylor, have there been particular resources that you found to be especially useful?
1: Yes. So my favorite resource, I'm I'm a very big um, resource person at Baylor. I use Baylor for everything. So (laughs) I go to the workout classes at Baylor. Uh I go to the health center at Baylor, but my favorite is the writing center. They're so helpful and they've helped me on so many papers and They helped me on my graduate school personal statements this summer. I actually would do phone calls with one of the girls there that I really like. And, um, yeah, I'm a big fan of the workout classes at the Slick. And the yoga is especially calming. And Baylor has so much to offer on campus. So I try to take advantage of all the resources I can.
0: That's great. Sounds like you found some great resources for sure. Yes. Well, in the midst of all of your studying – when you do take a study break, what are your favorite things to do?
1: Mm, so I'm a big walks person. So my friends and I take a bunch of walks around campus. So it's great to be outside and get out of the indoors when you're studying. So for study breaks, I usually meet up with one of my girlfriends and we go on a walk and sometimes we take our dog and it's just a good
0: little break from oh, the that's day. That's nice. Yeah, yes. definitely mix it up. Well, my last question for you, Hannah, and I really appreciate all you've shared today. Oh, of
1: course. It's been so fun.
0: Thanks. Thinking about the future, um, what are some of your hopes beyond Baylor?
1: Yes. So I'm graduating in December, and so I'm currently applying. I just finished all my applications to graduate school um, for a master's in, in communication disorders so I will hopefully attend graduate school in January, and I just know that um, the Lord has called me to be a speech language pathologist, and I will try to be the best I can be and um, help people rehab and get better. So I've had incredible mentors and professors at Baylor who have guided me and helped me in my goals. So my end goal is to be, right now is to be a speech language pathologist in the hospital setting. Um, so I want to treat adults with neurogenic and speech disorders. So, that's where I'm at right now. But my hopes beyond Baylor are just to give back and be the best version of myself that I can be. So.
0: Wow. Well, Hannah, it sounds like you're well on your way. Oh, thank you. Well, you're welcome. Thank you so much for visiting with us today. Oh, of
1: course. Thank you so much for having me, Carol. And I enjoyed it so much.
0: Oh, you're welcome. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope the information that Hannah shared was especially helpful to you as you pursue academic success on your journey. I know I appreciated her reminder to give ourselves a little bit of praise. We'll look forward to connecting next week when we'll have another student success story to share. Have a great day. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Student Success Stories. You can keep up with the podcast and subscribe to episodes by searching student success stories on iTunes or go to our website at baylor.edu SSI slash podcast for a direct link to subscribe and also a link to listen. You'll find all the show notes from this episode there. Our podcast theme music is Cheery Monday by Kevin McLeod. You can find more of Kevin's music at incompetech.com.